Tonight, I would like to talk about, share to you my thoughts about the lion, the prayers, and the wardrobe. (laughs) You got it. I don't know what happened to me. I was meditating on the Word of God, preparing a message, and out of nowhere, the lion and witch in the wardrobe came to me, and I go, what on earth is... I haven't even read the book. I haven't even read the book. I, I think I was in detention that, that lesson, praise the Lord. But, um, but I didn't feel comfortable putting the witch in there. Amen. I don't know. I want, I want no witches in our lives, yeah. right? But if we pray, we get rid of the witch. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Would you mind, brother, reading from Ezekiel 22, verse 30 to 31? saw for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath their own way have I recompensed upon their heads saith the Lord God Amen Amen. There was a time where God was desperately looking for someone to intercede. Desperately. Just any excuse just to, just to give him some grace. And he, he couldn't find anyone. He couldn't find anyone. And, and I want to underline in this, in this verse, make up a hedge. Do you, you know what a hedge is? Who knows what a hedge is? Sister Paul, Pauline, what's a hedge? A hedge is a, a fence made of plants. It's a, it's a fence, well, plants, yeah. I like it, yeah? Bush, okay. Well, that, that's great because a hedge, a hedge what, it, it, it protects, it stops things from coming in, a bit of privacy and stuff like that, yeah. And, 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 and then the other, other thing I highlighted here was standing in the gap. Amen, amen. That um, that he that he would be stopped from pouring out his indignation. I think a lot of reasons why we have so much craziness in the world is because we don't have people interceding, standing in the gap of prayer and intercession, and and just like here I am, Lord, and and just just stepping up and doing what it takes to be to be light in the world. Amen. Amen. A hedge is a protective wall that keeps out the enemies. And we read in uh, Job 1, uh, verse 9 to 10. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth God fear God for naught? Hmm. Has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. Amen. Because Job had, a, had such a relationship with God, these guys were, were in constant communication. He would do sacrifices for people like family members, even if he thought maybe they did something. They might have not even done it. But he was in the scene, he was going, God, I, I, you know, Uncle, Uncle Jojo, you know, he's a bit funny, you know. I don't know if he slipped up this week. I'm going to intercede and I'm going to pray hard and check up on him. 
you know, put a sacrifice, because back in those days you had sacrifices. I, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm standing in the gap. And, um, you know, I just praise the Lord for wives and husbands that stand in the gap. I mean, I'm, I'm a result of someone standing in the gap, people Amen. praying, people praying for me, uh, even when I couldn't feel God, couldn't see God, couldn't, you know, God was like a, a, a like alien to me, uh, a fairy tale. I praise the Lord for people that stand in the gap. Amen, Amen. ministers and, and prayer warriors that were praying for me every week. And I'm sure that there's someone here or someone knows someone that is saved because someone stands in the gap for them. Amen. Many tears have gone out. Many, many cries of the heart have gone out. Unintelligible words have gone out praying for people. And those people are living a better life because uh, they are, uh, they, because people have prayed for them. You also notice that Job had protection. Satan said himself he couldn't, he couldn't get in. He couldn't, he couldn't hassle this Job because he had a hedge. We've got a hedge of angels. I mean, a woman in submission to, the, to, to their husband, to the word of God, they've got a hedge. They can call down angels just like that. They have much more power when it comes to calling down angels than someone like myself. This Bible says if I upset my wife, if, I, if, if my wife and I are, are arguing, the angels will answer her prayers before mine. Because I've neglected my duty as a husband. Amen. So I thank God for a pray, praying wife. I thank God for intercessors. Amen. Amen. He was also blessed. He was blessed. Well, why is he blessed? He's got his head screwed on. I mean, if you don't have your head screwed on, you, you waste your money. I mean, the Bible says that, you know, we've got some people got empty pockets, the pockets with holes in them. Because, you know, they, they gain all this stuff and it's just, it's just pouring out. Why is that? Because they don't have a hedge around them. They're not, they're not keeping in tight with God. Amen. Amen. It's also having a hedge stops us from satanic harassment. Everyone been harassed by the devil? <laughs> no one? I know I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes 10 8. What does that say, Brother Ray? He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whosoever, uh, whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Amen. Who knows what the serpent is? Devil. Devil, yeah. So, you know, we start digging pits, you know, to try and catch people out and try and wrong people. Yeah. Well, it's going to catch us out. So remember, Haman, was it Esther? The story about Esther and stuff like that. He wanted to do her in, one of the conspiracy there, but he ended up going in the pit himself. Um, and then the, the verse says later on, like, if we break the hedge, we break the protection. So it's important not only for us, but for, for our families and that, that we do stay praying. You know, amen. So no serpents come in and bite us. Amen. What about God's vineyard to, to be trampled in? In uh, Isaiah 5 verse 5. And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up, and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. Yeah. Mm. So that's a little bit of a warning. Because we can let things in, foxes and 
things that ruin the vine. I'm talking spiritually speaking. You know, um, for me, you know, I'm a very visual person. So for me, I've got to watch what I put before my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've got to, uh, you know, like there's a time where I was going through a healing process. So I had to be careful what music I listened to because certain music will trigger certain memories where, like, the devil had a stronghold. And it's very important if you're, if you're new and you're coming out of, of worldliness to, to try and put up a hedge around you. You know, if you ever feel like, you know, these, these four inches, you know, they, a lot can happen. You know, and you feel like, you know, you haven't got your helmet on straight. You know, call out to a brother and sister in Christ. Ring them up on the phone and say, hey, would you pray with me? I'm, I'm going through some temptation or I've got some mind battles going on here. I need you to intercede. You know, don't be left alone with your own thoughts. The heart is deceitful above all things. Desperately wicked. No man knows it. I mean, there's times I wanted stuff and I felt stuff and it was just not of God. It was leading me astray. It was, it was leading me a path that I should not go. And I believed it. I fully believed it. But because I haven't quite made up my head just yet and I was, I was in the process, the enemy was able to get in and deceive me in that. And I'm so thankful, again, for intercessors and, and prayers. And I talk about myself because I'm talking about experiences that I have gone through. And I'm no doubt, every, like John, you've gone through this. Everyone's gone through these experiences. So we're not, we're not holier than now. We're all human. We all need a hedge. Amen. Amen. What about um, Brother Ray about Psalms 80? What does that say? Why hast thou then broken down her hedges? so that all they which pass by the way do pluck her. Mm, mm, mm. See, I've seen families in the Lord come through and then their fruit starts turning bad. Weeds come in, stuff starts happening, and then all of a sudden what was a really beautiful garden ended up in a mess because... The husband and wife stop praying together. Um, you know, the, the, the children start going astray. Things come in. You know, I, I don't, you know, you name it, so, something could happen. Certain things do happen. So we've got to make sure that our fruit remain good. Our fruit are of the Lord. You know, you, you ever, you, you ever in prayer and you get stuck for praying, read Galatians and make sure you got the fruit of the Spirit. Is there any fruit there that I'm missing? Maybe Ephesians. Is there anything in there that I've done that uh, is the work of the flesh? Repent of that. Repent of that and then start interceding. If you hurt someone, if, if someone's done you wrong, start praying for them. Start uh, interceding because the best thing that you can do as a Christian is to grow up to be a strong tree with lots of fruit and that your fruit drop and your fruit shall remain and bear, and bear trees and fruit of their own. That is, you are a successful Christian if that happens. If you manage to bear fruit and that develops as a, as a tree in itself and bearing fruit. Amen. Amen. We don't want Satan to get established within the vineyard. We need to stop him. We need to stop him before he comes in. And that takes, that takes prayer. Amen. And that takes a, con- a conscience effort. Amen. Because sometimes you may be praying and then something will pop up. 
There's been times where I know not what was going on. In fact, I'll give you a brief testimony. I was in Sydney. Um, there was these youths down there, um, Kiwis, and that, and um, they were up no, they were up to no good in their school. And I, I just happened to be praying at the time, and the Lord was speaking to me while I was while I was praying, and I was sort of in between transit between jobs. The Lord said to me, "Go down this road here," and it just happened to be the school. Right, and then I had a word of knowledge that something was not up. So I parked the car, and I went in, and there were these boys up to no good, and they were shocked to see me. But because of my because of my interceding, my listening to have my ground to the ear, you know, of, of what was God was of saying, what He's doing, I saved two brothers because they were brothers from committing a, a whole lot of sin. And put the fear of God in them. I did. It happens. You want to, You want God to use you? Start listening. Start listening and start acting on it. You know, you may not know, you know that little hunch, that little gut feeling that you've got. That may be just you learning how to listen to the voice of God. So I want to encourage you, you know, be an intercessor. Be a prayer warrior. Because without prayer warriors, we've... we've you know, we, we need fighters. We need fighters. Those that are willing to fight for our brothers and sisters. Amen. Just like Nehemiah who built a wall. I don't know if you know, but Nehemiah was surrounded. What does the verse say about Nehemiah? So built we, so built we the wall, yeah. and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobia and the Arabians and the Amorites and the Ashdodites mm. heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped. Then they were very wroth and oh, conspired yeah. all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God yep. and set a watch against them day and night Amen. because of them. Amen. Do I need to explain the devil's going to get angry? I mean, you start rebuilding your life, you start repairing the bridges, that's exactly where the devil's going to attack. Because when you're swimming his way, when you're going with the flow, the world's got you, you know, the world world will just take you as you lead. But as soon as you start going against them, and you go, right, I'm a prayer warrior now, I'm going to start mending the, the fences, I'm going to start building a wall... You're going to get persecution. You're going to get ridic- You're going to be ridiculed. Ah, oh, what's this brother going to church? Ah, oh, man, he's into the airy fairy stuff. Oh, what's this sister doing, praying and crying like like she's drunk? Like what happened to to Hannah and when she was praying, you know, by Eli. You know, you're going to get some persecution. You're going to get some, but don't listen to them. Those voices are your. Those voices are not in your best interest. Remember, Jerusalem was surrounded by enemies. Totally surrounded. And it was not in their interest for those walls to be built up again. Because that means they couldn't just come and, 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 and attack whenever they wanted. They can't just pillage and, and steal what God's blessing. Amen. So it's good, to, it's good for you to keep watch. To have a system. To have a system in place to, to rebuild. Okay, like, I got this. I will stop doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll separate myself from these people 
and that people because they are bad influence. I, you know, I, I used to go to these places, but I'm going I'm to move away from that and I'm going to pray for myself. I'm going to pray for my family. I'm going to pray for my city. Pray for your pastor and your ministers and stuff that watch over you because we're all in this together. We're all watching day and night. We'll stand guard. We'll fight for each other. Amen. You've ever got a problem, you just ring that brother and sister up that you trust and say, Brother, I need you right now. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. It's time we start standing in the gap. Amen. And I'm feeling quite convicted. Because I, even though I've been praying, I, I feel like I haven't been praying enough. Amen. Because I, 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 still, I, still, see the, I still see the enemy working. Amen. So I vow to you this day that I'm going to pray more, fast more, and give you my best. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to, we're going to go out to the streets and we're going to start making a, be, be recognised in the streets as standing in the gap. Amen. Whether it's a barbecue and feeding our homeless brothers and sisters, amen, or whether it's just talking to random people in the feet, on the street that may be looking sad, sad. We as a church need to start standing in the gap. And this has been a slow year and I apologise. But I'm telling you now, that now is time that we pray day and night, that we start sharpening our, our, our swords. We've got shovel in one hand, sword in the other hand, and we'll dig. Amen. Amen. Because what does Psalm 106 say, Brother Ray? Therefore he said that he would destroy them. Had not Moses his chosen mm. before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Amen. 30 times in the Old Testament that I know of, right? I'm still doing my diploma, but 30 times in, in the Old Testament that I know of, God was seeking for someone to intercede and stand in the gap. Amen. It doesn't change his character, but it's, it alters his course of direction. God's a holy God. But when, they stay, when someone's standing in the gap, he works with the person that is standing in the gap like a partner and go, all right, I'm glad you're there because I will use you and I, I will give you all of my power and all of my blessing to go and I'll go I'll, for you. You're standing in the gap. I'll do this because of you. Amen. You want to be heard and known by God? You want to see God in action and answering your prayers? Stand in the gap. Amen. Amen. A gap stander carries out God's purpose through intercessory prayer. You are able to receive words of wisdom, knowledge. Um, you, you might think, my brother needs me right now. My pastor, my, my pastor, new in the faith, Pastor Santos, um, I got the sack this day and I, and I was new in God and, so my, and I still had my red hair so I was a little bit hot-blooded, right? And I thought God was a genie because up until now, everything I prayed for, everything was happening and I was going, oh yeah, this is awesome, you know, and I was on cloud nine and on, and on Friday, my, my people that I worked with said, Jace, we don't need you anymore. And it was because I was a Christian that they sacked me. Anyway, I was road raging. I was cutting people out. I was speeding through 60k zones. I was not in a good, good state of mind. But I had a, whoa, Jesus. I had a pastor praying. 
And he knew somehow way out West Sydney that there he had a brother in North Sydney that was not in a good mind and he could cause himself an injury or someone else an injury. He was road raging. He didn't know what was going on and he needed help. He needed a calm voice to ring him up, tell him to pull over. Amen. Because I was very upset that day because I, I thought that, you know, once I was in God that, you know, I was just going to be blessed and it was just going to be like a, a, a straight path and I was going to get pay rises and, and people were going to love me and, and all this sort of crazy stuff. I was an atheist. Yet when I came into God, I, I, I came with a, extraordinary testimonies where I prayed for crazy stuff like for it to stop raining and it stopped raining and, and, you know, for people to be healed and people were healed and, and I was new and I was still wet in a tank. But I didn't know that this, I'm in a world and the world is a crazy place and people are going to come against you. Amen. Amen. But I had an intercessory. I had a praying pastor. I had, well, you want to talk about ladies in church. I had ladies in church that were praying so hard that when their hair came down, man, demons trembled. I saw, I saw deliverances. I saw people's lives change. I seen a woman that was barren, healed and able to conceive. All this because of intercessory prayer standing in the gap. Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles 7 verse 14. What does that say, my brother Ray? If my people, if which my are people. called by my name, yep. shall humble themselves yep. and pray and seek my face yep. and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I've just, I've just rehatched that scripture from four keys that I, that I shared earlier. Right? If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. Sometimes everything's good. But some, it's that, when everything's good, sometimes it's good to even humble ourselves. No? No, don't ever feel like you're too, everything's too good or you're too good to pray. Right? Pray and seek his face. Turn from your wicked ways. If you don't think you've committed sin, just make sure that you've, haven't committed any any things of the flesh. Make sure you've make sure you got the fruits of the spirit. And if that's all good, great. Thank you. Thank the Lord for that, and ask Him to increase your fruits, increase your faith, and He will hear you from heaven. And what does it say? Not only will forgive your, your your sin, but He will heal their land. That's where the intercessory part comes in. Because you've got land, you walk wherever you place your feet. That is your, de- that's your dominion. That's that's your place that you can reclaim. Heal their land. Whatever is your circle of influence, whatever is pertaining of you, your son, your daughter, your aunt May, your your, your jo- Bob's your uncle. You know, all those people that are in your land can benefit from your intercessory prayer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Um, what we got? Psalms 75 verse 8. Mahalko. For, for in the hand of the Lord yeah. there is a cup. Yeah. And the wine is red and it is full of mixture and he poureth out of the same. Yeah. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. Amen, amen. The, the thing about prayer is 
it causes the dross that's that's in us. You know, we we all we all we all precious. We know with silver and gold and gems and stuff like that. But the process of getting that out is through prayer. And through sometimes prayer will get you groaning for things you don't know how to groan for. So out of that process, God starts refining you. He starts bringing it out and he starts collecting it and he starts putting it away. Amen. What's the next verse? And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odours, which are the prayers of the saints. Amen. Amen. And Acts 10, um, verse 4. And when he had looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. Amen. Amen. The only people that are going to make it to heaven are the people that are praying. It's just, that's the sad truth. People that have a relationship, I, 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 pe- people that have a relationship, they know God. They hear his voice, you know. They, they, won't, be, they won't be caught aware like the, un, the foolish virgins, you know. They will, they'll, have, they'll be topped up with oil. What was it, what does it, did, did it say again? It was, uh, it said unto them, uh, golden vials full of odour. Pray it up, pray it up, lots of prayers in them. Amen, amen. Um, prayers of the saints. Prayers of the saints. The prayer of the a righteous man availeth much. If you're a praying man, you can, you, can, you can know that your steps are ordered by God. You know that even though things are not pretty right now, that you are ordered by God. Everything's in, in its steps. And, you know, this, this, this is not to put a damper and a, and a, and a, and a, and a bad thing on it all, but... This is the wardrobe. This is the closet. Everything that you may be going through in secret can be thrashed out in your closet, in your wardrobe. See, the thing is about the lion witch in the wardrobe is a couple of children went through the wardrobe. They went in. They went in the wardrobe and from what I understand of the story, they interceded by their presence being in, in this land called Nadia. Nadia. Because they were there, in a, even it was an alien land to them. Just their very presence, having them working in that, they had this, what was the, the lion's name? Aslan, Aslan or something like that, yeah. They were able to reverse the curse that was in the land because they went through a passage. What was that passage? The passage was the wardrobe, the closet. Because they were in their prayer closet, because they were in their closet, they entered into a different dimension. They entered into a dimension where they were like in a spiritual realm where they could intercede for, their, their, for the people there in Nadia. Right? They were there and they were interceding and they were there and just because they were there interceding, what was a cursed land? An icy land full of ice and snow and a, and a witch and all that crazy stuff. Things started to grow. Plants started to grow. Trees started bearing fruit again. Grass was greener because you broke the curse. 
You intercede. You broke the curse. You intercede for someone. You ask God to bleed his blood in a situation where that blood may not be spilt. Amen. The whole point of God just coming to earth, he came into our Narnia. He interceded for us. He prayed many times. He wept many times. Amen. And when he went on that cross, he said, it is finished. And what was a cursed land, he spilt his blood. Amen. That you and I can enter in through the the veil that blocked our entrance into the Holy of Holies. So we would come in and have our rightful place. Everything that you need, the the brazen altar, amen, the, the mercy seat, the Ten Commandments, the budding rod, everything is in the Holy of Holies. So church, if you grab nothing from tonight, amen, don't be afraid to go the lion, the prayers and the wardrobe. Amen. So you can intercede and break that curse. Whatever that curse may be, whether it's in your family, at your school, at your work, people that you know, people that you care about, pray for them. Could we make a commitment to pray for at least 12 people this year? Amen. Praying for each, at least two of those people each year, every day, giving them a call. Amen. Pray for your other two people. Give them a call. Amen. Invite them to church. Do something. Do something to, to break the chain, to break the curse. Amen. Because once God is in the picture, there is deliverance. The Prince of Peace is there. There is no, there is no curse. There is no Nadia curse land. Because the Prince of Peace comes in. If you want peace in your life, if you want peace in the situation, invite Christ in. Thank you, church. Amen. Can we just stand up and we pray? Hallelujah. Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your spirit, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for your blood, Lord. Lord, right now, Lord, we are thinking of someone, of something, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you, Lord, that you, you read what's in our heart right now, Lord. Read what, what's in our heart, Lord, our burden for them, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I ask, Lord, for those prayers to enter into your throne room, Lord. I pray for your scepter, Lord, to be pointed towards it, Lord Jesus. That, Lord, that you may call it into your presence, Lord. That, Lord, that you may give charge over your angels, Lord. And, Lord, that your angels, Lord, will do as your decree, Lord God. That, Lord, that you will intercede for us, Lord God. Lord, that you will help us, Lord. Partner up with us, Lord Jesus, as we have a burden for these souls, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that we have your heart, Lord, that we beat with your heartbeat, Lord Jesus. Lord, that we speak with your speaking, Lord God. Take your call, Lord Jesus. Cleanse our lips, Lord God. Wash our hands, Lord God. Dry our feet, Lord Jesus. Lord, that we may go forth for you, Lord God. Hallelujah, the highways and the byways, oh Lord. Lord, that we may carve, Lord God. Grace into the pavement, I pray. In the walkways, Lord Jesus. In the parks, Lord God. In the places where people are hiding. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah.
Whatever you pray, I just want to encourage you that the Lord, the Lord's arm is not short. It's not a short arm. Neither is he blind, and neither is he too deaf to hear you put your prayers. Hallelujah. And I can guarantee you this, that whatever prayer you pray, he will answer it, and he will honour it. Because the prayers even of the lost are heard and he answers them and he sends his angels and people like you and I to minister and to call him into his presence so they may know him as you know him. Hallelujah, church. I thank you. I thank you for listening and I just pray that you have a fruitful week. And that these people that you're thinking about, that you're praying for, uh, I pray with you that God will, will give a physical manifestation that your prayers have been answered. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Tea and coffee are there. Thank you for the ladies that um, provided it. Sister Mari has brought some cake. Hallelujah. Amen.